What is up, all you nerds out there in Sweatagway? And thank you for tuning in to episode 21 of the Fan Wars podcast. No relation. <laughs> we are just some regular old fans who love talking sweaty nerd content. And we hope a few of you enjoy listening to that sort of thing. I'm your host, Josh, and with me today is our regular crew, starting with our in house general manager of Drip Cody, aka Bodie Williams. Bodie, what's up? Yo, what's good, geeks? Uh, big shout out to my sponsors today, uh, Jordan Brand, and then the Voter Die Initiative by uh, Diddy from like 15 years ago or whatever. Is that, sponsor today. is that on? Is is that the bit that made it into South Park too? Yeah. That, that, clip, that little exactly clip. Yeah. Uh, next, we got the Dark Lord of the Sith himself, David Adago. David, what's happening? How's it going? Uh, I just want to thank everybody uh, for listening to this because you're going to be listening to it tomorrow, in the first day of the Civil War. So, stay safe, guys. <laughs> That's true. Thanks for taking time out of the yeah, Civil War. Thanks for taking time out of uh, the podcast. <laughs> to listen to our podcast. Last but not least, we got the only one of us who has an official prefix in his name, Mr. Hunter Holmes. Hunter, what's good? What's up? And I think that is a record on the pod for someone bringing up something political. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't even think we're a minute in yet. This is the time to do it. So, I mean, you know, this is the eve of the revolution. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it's a it's a it's going to be an interesting one. Um, We got some things to talk about today. We like talking about things. Um. We're going to start off with some MCU, some MCU, DCU things. We're going to start talking about we're going to end it with some Star Wars. So um, I like those things. Yeah, we saw a photo that got passed around on Twitter. I'm not sure if it was like a leak or something. I guess people were just kind of around the set of Spider-Man 3. And Tom Holland was walking around with Andrew Garfield. And so it had been rumored for a while that Andrew Garfield and maybe Tobey Maguire were going to be in Spider-Man 3 as they kind of do like a live action Spider-Verse type thing. Um, and yeah, Andrew Garfield was on the set of Spider-Man 3 confirmed. So he's probably going to be in it. What do you guys, th- what's, what say you say that on that guys? Uh, well, I think we're all excited about it. Uh, yeah. Cause I, I saw the video of it and you could see both of them. I think they're filming in Atlanta. Um, yeah, so yeah I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. I'm still hoping they somehow, I'm kind of secretly hoping that they, are successful in keeping it a secret until we actually watch the movie and they get Tobey Maguire to at least make a cameo in it. Yeah, that would that would um, be great. But if it ends up just being, if it ends up being just Andrew Garfield, I'm I'm still very happy with that. Yeah, I mean, they, I would. Oh, go ahead. Go I'll, ahead. No, no, no. Go. Oh, all all I was gonna say is if they get Tobey Maguire in it, I really hope it's like in an alternate universe form, and we get to see Tobey Maguire. Um, Dance into seventies music, walking down the street we, again. We get to see emo Toby, uh, Toby McGuire. Yes, <laughs> yes, that will that will make the movie, if nothing else. That sequence is hilarious. I know David's not the biggest fan of of that movie, but no, that'd be pretty uh, funny. 
I, I don't think anybody's a huge fan of that movie, but that sequence is hilarious. So, <laughs> but um, I was going to say, um, didn't they keep when Civil War was coming out, uh, Captain America Civil War, didn't they keep Spider-Man being in that movie kind of under wraps? Dana, um, do you remember? I think they did for a while, but I, I can't remember oh, that far back, but I'm, did- I'm pretty... I'm pretty sure we knew he was going to come out in it. I'm pretty sure we knew he was going to be in it because in the, I forget which movie uh, predated that, but at the end credit scene was showing the Spider-Man symbol up on the ceiling. That was the end credit scene of homecoming though. Of Spider-Man homecoming. I'm pretty, no, that was the end credit scene of Captain America civil war. That's what it was. That was an end credit scene of it. I I swear. I swear we knew Spider-Man was going to be in Civil War. I, yeah, I, I, I can't remember how we knew, but I'm, I'm pretty sure we knew about it. If we did know, it couldn't have been too long before because they made the deal with Sony to let Spider-Man be in Marvel movies like not long before that movie came out. Because like Spider-Man got thrown in that movie like in reshoots, like they had to reshoot stuff with him because they had already shot a bunch of it. Like the deal got made where he could be in it like during that uh that whole process and they were kind of keeping it under wraps and stuff but i can't remember if like we knew exactly he if he would be in that movie or not but anyway i i think that star wars does a good job of keeping stuff under wraps so i'm sure marvel could do it uh could do it too but i mean the reason star wars can do it though is because they shoot on site in like islands and deserts they also have a bunch of no name actors compared to Tom Holland, that, Tony McGuire. That's but, true. But, but I think that I think that's the main reason though is that Star Wars, you know, shoots on site and they're isolated. So there's no there's no chance for somebody's camera phone to catch anything. Yeah, they, they don't shoot as much like on a sound stage and stuff, but they shoot some stuff in studio. But yeah, uh Marvel shoots a lot yeah, like in Atlanta we've, we've and Pinewood a- Studios and stuff. Yeah, because we've been getting a bunch of the Batman stuff, like not necessarily leaked, but you know, they're shooting on site in Scotland. Yeah. We've been getting a lot of that Batman stuff. Yeah. Leaks happen, but the I, I feel like it's just the part of, part of the day and age we live in. But I feel like the less leaks we can... Happen on purpose, I think. Some do. Yeah, I think some leaks do happen on purpose. But um, I think that... Um, I think Marvel can do a good job of keeping... If Tobey Maguire is going to be it, keeping under wraps. But um, as far as like the role... They- oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, so when I was reading over the pod notes and stuff, I was kind of surprised by this because I thought they, I mean, obviously I know if they're trying to keep it a secret, they're going to say this, but I thought they kind of put the whole kibosh on Andrew Garfield being in this. I thought they said, like, Sony was like, he's not going to be in this. No, I don't don't think he, like, said no. I just think they were like, that's not confirmed. Okay. Okay, yeah, I guess that's probably a better way of putting it then. Yeah, and even I mean, studios lie all the time. They say this isn't happening, and then it happens. So it just depends. But uh, sure, yeah. Like I said, why? Why? Yeah, why wouldn't they lie? Yeah. (laughs) Um. What do you guys think as far as role in um uh, in Spider Man Three? Do you think he's? It's just going to be like a cameo, or do you guys think he's going to have like a large role, like like into the Spider Verse, like the animated Uh, movie? I doubt that they would have him just do like one small cameo. I feel mm-hmm. like they might do something similar to the into the Spider-Verse movie yeah. where he's like a more, you know, wise and tried Spider-Man and maybe he helps uh, 
Tom Holland Spider Man through something. Mm-hmm. Might not be the whole movie, you know. Yeah, but I yeah they want to replicate like, the uh, the animated camp. one. Yeah, but I I mean I doubt he I doubt he'd go all the way to Atlanta in the middle of a pandemic to film a five minute like scene. That's true. That's true. What were you saying, Bodie? I was just gonna say that would be my answer. Is like I guess like whatever between a cameo and having like a real role in the movie is like I think he'll have like a big cameo. I guess yeah, like just like in a couple scenes, just a small role, a couple be scenes. Ones. Yeah, um, uh, I was about to say something. Oh, um, what? Is, so is this Spider-Man three? Like, have they gave given any details about what this movie exactly is going to be about? Because at the end of Far From Home. Everybody, like uh, Mysterio announced Peter Parker as Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Yeah, so the, uh, so I wonder how that's going to affect all this stuff, like with multiple Spider-Mans and like everybody will know he's Spider-Man, you know? I'm wondering yeah, how that will like, come into I effect. I feel like we would know a little bit more if it hadn't been for COVID. Yeah. Because I, I, think, I think WandaVision and um, uh, Winter Soldier were supposed to set up like the new phase, you know? Yeah. And obviously we, and then, and then I, I think some of uh, Black Widow's movie was too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we haven't seen any of it. So I feel like once those projects come out, we'll probably get a better idea of where they're trying to head uh, as a, as a next phase. I, for, I forgot about the Black Widow movie that was supposed to that was supposed to come out this month, right? Like around like this weekend. Yeah. What well, was supposed to come out in May? And then they delayed it again, and then they that's right. delayed it indefinitely. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. Yeah, COVID has really changed things. But I'm excited for uh, Spider-Man 3. I think uh, – do you guys have anything else you want to add to that before we move on? Uh, I was just going to add I'm interested to see the dynamic because it can't be – they can't do the same dynamic as in, in a Spider-Verse because yeah. Miles – um, was just learning his powers and um, Tom Holland Spider-Man for all intents and purposes um, his suit is a lot more is the most modernized and um, uh, robotic out of any of the Spider-Man suits we've seen so far so I don't know how much uh, Andrew Garfield could really help him in like developing his skills maybe just as a person yeah um that's I mean, a, he's still never tried. I mean, he is tried because I mean, he fought Thanos and stuff. But I'm, if I had to see like, like a time, uh, I, I would guess he's only been Spider Man for like two, three years. Yeah, um, but I I do kind of agree with Hunter on the fact like Enter the Spider Verse was kind of a coming of age film for Miles and uh, the Peter Parker was kind of uh, like a mentor to him, like he said, but. Spider-Man's already kind of had that mentor figure uh, in Iron Man in Homecoming and like Far From Home was pretty much like a coming of age film. Like it was pretty much like a John Hughes film, like uh, like a high school rom-com essentially. And uh, so I, I do think that there would be far less for Peter Parker to, or like Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker to teach Tom Holland's uh, to go off Hunter's point. Not that this is related really to what we're talking about so much, but didn't Andrew Garfield say that he did? No, no, no. Didn't Andrew Garfield (laughs) say that he didn't like that Spider-Man idolized Iron Man? I don't know. Uh, Maybe. I I have no idea. I I saw something a while back about how uh, 
you know, basically he said like uh, Peter Parker wouldn't get along with a billionaire a hole uh, like, like Tony Stark and I, I don't know about that because in when we see Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker, he's all about science and technology. That's why he was like so into helping Doc Ock that's without realizing. Point. Yeah, it. that's a good point. So I think he would definitely be like interested in learning everything about Tony Stark. I, like the idolization, I guess is like like that's the word I saw was idolize. He shouldn't yeah. idolize Iron Man. Well, I mean, he didn't really have a father figure until Tony Stark. So. Uncle Ben. They, they, yeah, yeah they kind of glossed yeah, over Uncle I'm, Ben I'm with Tom Holland. Like, I, I know, man. I'm joking. I'm joking. But they, they also, um, what was I about to say? Tom Holland. I mean, not Tom Holland. Spider-Man's best friend is Harry Osborn in the comics, and his dad. I mean, he's a billionaire. Also, also an arrogant billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, like it. So and he's not even a good one. Yeah, his, his dad's <laughs> a green goblin. So. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a good point though. But I'm I'm interested to see. But that's another point. Like they could have these Spider-Mans could have a different dynamic. Maybe they are less of a mentee mentor role, and maybe they're kind of butting heads. We don't know. You know, it could be like yeah, that because they have be maybe different ideologies. Really? But um, yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see uh, where they take that. Uh, staying in the MCU universe we got uh oh, here we go yeah. for me <laughs> <laughs> natalie oh, portman all right next topic <laughs> natalie portman was on was it the wendy williams talk show i should have put that i think it was a wendy williams talk show i don't want to misquote anything but um she was simply saying it's not a huge drop of news but she was pretty much saying that um lady thor the character that she'll be playing will have different abilities than Thor, like Chris Hemsworth's Thor. And she did say that Lady Thor will wield Mjolnir at some point, the hammer. So um, I'm not sure. She was pretty vague because obviously she can't give away like uh, specific stuff that's going to happen. But uh, what do you guys think about and what do you guys think like maybe some of her powers and abilities could be um, Bodhi? Children, know. watch this show. <laughs> Children, <laughs> listen to this. Yeah. Ch- Children, listen to this. Maybe. <laughs> no, genuinely, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I didn't really think much about that today, honestly. But I, off the top of my head, I mean, I can't imagine what else she could do other than throw lightning and hit people with the hammer. Because, you know, yeah, whole Thor thing. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I mean, I, I do like, I like when you know, these superhero movies and stuff are made where they kind of have some creative liberty to, to do new things and yeah. don't have to be like, this is what your character does, yada, yada, you know? So uh, that's exciting, at least from that standpoint. Uh, as far as what I think her powers could be, I don't know. Um, mind read, uh, laser vision. I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> laser vision. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie Portman yeah, no just clue, mowing people down with her eyes. What if she, what if she has, what if she is like the power of sound? Cause you know, Thor's, has lightning and what comes with lightning? Rain. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, I, no. have, I have no idea uh, what her powers could be anyway. But I also, haven't looked into like, the comics. I thought she said she was never doing another MCU that's what she movie. Had said. I'm sure they came through and were like, "Yo, we won't pay you this much, though." Yeah, yeah because like, that's why she like, wasn't in. Uh, like this MCU check. <laughs> 
she that's why like she wasn't in any of the thor movies after that right i mean yeah it also doesn't seem like i mean the i was surprised when she came out on stage and they announced this anyway that she was going to be in this fourth thor movie it just it doesn't seem like her type of move like and I'm not saying like, but she's I, she's I, a serious like drama. Like act- yeah, she's a serious drama actor. It's so like, hard for me to see Natalie Portman as Thor. <laughs> yeah, and after Star Wars, I thought she'd kind of leave the big budget blockbuster scene, you know. But I don't know. I mean, it, it, I mean, she came back, and yeah, you're right. She did say like she wasn't going to. So I thought that since the very beginning when we first had that picture of her holding the hammer at yeah. Comic Con, that was. I was like, Natalie Portman. (laughs) (laughs) Also, how many people are worthy? Because it just seems like more and more people are picking up Mjolnir. Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, I mean, when she signed signed up for Thor the first time, she she probably didn't realize how big of a success it was going to be. And now she's like, yo, I can get a 10 year check with this. Yeah, I mean, they they probably signed her to a big, uh, a multiple picture deal at that point anyway. So. But like you said, like I get the money talk, but Natalie Portman ain't hurting for money. And like I thought, I would think she would want to be like you said, like Black Swan type movies and shit like that. You know, like yeah, it's, it's just because she, I mean, she did, did I she did the blockbuster thing with Star Wars already, and it almost honestly almost ruined her career. So I just figured it wouldn't, she wouldn't. Any well, she she did hit yeah. on a nine year old. <laughs> yeah, that, she said it was hard to get a job after that because people thought she couldn't act. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, she, she's back now. So this, this Thor love and thunder movie is jam packed. Cause remember they said Christian Bale's going to be in it as some villain ish role. Um, obviously Thor and Loki, or, well, maybe not Loki, but like Thor and Valkyrie are going to be in it. Uh, the guardians of the galaxy yeah, are supposed to, to be say, in uh, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the guardians of the galaxy. <laughs> yeah. The guardians of the galaxy are supposed to be in it. But, uh, so like this movie is jam packed. Christian Bale. Right right now, right? In Australia? I think so. Yeah. I think they took a break, uh, for like the holiday or whatever, but I think they're filming right now. Also, side note, slash question. How did she get her powers? Like, I think we're going to see that in I, the movie. Yeah, I, I never read the comic where, where that happens. Yeah, so me neither. I'm, I'm not sure. To your point, Hunter, uh, a lot of, it seems like a lot of people are worthy. Who's picked up Mjolnir now? Uh, Thor, Odin, obviously. But Thor, Odin, Captain America, Vision. Is that it? And then Natalie Portman will? Yeah. Natalie Portman, and then if you want to include, we don't see it, but in the comics, you know, um, uh, I, f- I forget, uh, Beta Ray. Oh, Beta Ray Bill. Too. Well, does, he doesn't have Mjolnir. He has Stormbreaker, right? No, he he picks up Mjolnir too. Like oh, okay. he can in the comics, he can stop Mjolnir and take it away from Thor and hit Thor with it and stuff oh, okay. like that. Jim, yeah. Did, did they say yeah. Beta Ray Bill's so, dead? I feel like I've asked this before. Um, well, they said they show it's. I guess it's kind of assumed because in um, Thor, uh, what is? Oh, is it? Yeah, Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok um, you <clears throat> see him on the champions um, thing, and mm-hmm. the only way you be, and then you see Hulk above that, and the only way you 
become a champion is to kill the other champion. Oh, okay, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I, I she's probably dead. People to wield Mjolnir, and some of these are the Squirrel Girl. <laughs> is this the comic <laughs> Squirrel Girl? Hey, please tell me Polka Dot Man is on there. Uh, oh wait, that's DC. No, that, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Beta Ray, Captain America, Eric Masterson, Boar, who apparently Thor's father is named Boar. I didn't know that. Wait, uh, what? Oh, Thor's grandfather, I mean. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I was like, uh, you mispronounced Odin pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Boar. Fury, his great-grandfather, Loki, Jane Foster, uh, the Destroyer, Steve Rogers, Black Panther, and Squirrel Girl. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Squirrel Girl? Yeah, apparently it's Squirrel Girl. Like it's hard to you say. know, that I'm... list decently tracked until Squirrel Girl. <laughs> I, isn't Squirrel Girl supposed well, to get her own TV Foster, show? But... Or had rumor to get her own TV show or something yeah, like that? I think she, I, I'm pretty sure she's like one of the most powerful characters in Marvel. Yeah, I was she like, is. She, I'm pretty sure she was going to get a TV show I at some point. Is... <laughs> yeah. No, she, yeah. <laughs> Squirrel uh, Apparently, she was nanny to Danielle Cage, the daughter of Luke Cage. God, what is this show? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> Danielle Cage. I didn't know Luke Cage anyway, had sorry, a child. That, 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 was a, that, that was a good derailment. That was a good derailment. Uh, but uh, that that's interesting. I mean, I... I don't know. I mean, this movie, and we haven't even mentioned Taika Waititi is the one who's writing and directing it. So I, they can do whatever the hell they want. I'm going to like be over the moon for it. So yeah, no kidding. Um, but it will be funny to see like Natalie Portman swinging a hammer and Christian Bale right, also there. Some, like, like, I can't get my head around that. <laughs> Christian Bale and Natalie Portman in a, a Taika Waititi Thor movie. Like, <laughs> I would have never guessed <laughs> But, uh, okay, so um, Squirrel Girl is not a powerful character in the slightest. Really? I just read her powers. She's basically a human <sighs> squirrel. Yeah, that's kind of what I was <laughs> gathering from this. <laughs> that that I sounds know, I, worthy. I like I, I she did like have I a comic sh- called The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, though, so it sounds like she's pretty powerful if she's unbeatable. <laughs> eh, she's not unbeatable because Hulk killed the entire... Or Deadpool <laughs> killed the entire <laughs> MCU. So that's a good Wait, point. who does... Uh, wait, hold on. Because why did I think that? I think she beats something really a, powerful. Oh my god, her, her Wikipedia page is freaking ridiculous. <laughs> Known squirrels. Monkey Joe... Tippy toe. <laughs> this is this is better than Mongo and Mongolos. <laughs> she did. She defeated Thanos, Modok, Terax. She defeated Modok. Wait, bro. She got be powerful too. All right, what the hell? <laughs> she beat Galactus? In the unbeatable Squirrel Girl, it says that she, uh, like, got uh, armor from Iron Man and then just went on a rampage. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of armor did and, she and, and the armor And the armor covered her tail, too, for anyone wondering. Of course. Her, her five-foot tail. Five feet of tail? <laughs> Damn, that's kind of oh, yeah. scary, Loki. I, I see a depiction of her in that tail. I would say, yeah, it's got to be at least five feet. Dude, okay, hold up, hold up. Due to her proportional squirrel ability, she can bite with 1,085,000 pounds of pressure. Oh my god. Oh my god. 
She's biting Galactus. Yeah, I was like, she's, she's biting Animantium and Vibranium. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we got to change the name. Squirrel Girl po- uh, Podcast. This no relation. Just turned into a full time Squirrel Girl Pod. <laughs> no relation. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> no relation. There's probably a Squirrel Girl Podcast out there. That's funny. Um, they should get Squirrel Girl and Thor Love and Thunder uh, as well, then. With it. Um, Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Squirrel girl. On to other news. <laughs> <laughs> Just completely derailed everything. But um, <laughs> um Oh, um sorry, I just gotta I uh, no, never mind. I'll, I'll say well, you might as well say girl, it now. It's in Squirrel Girl goes like, oh, when when Squirrel Girl <laughs> defeats Galactus, it's not actually a defeat. She just becomes his friend and says, Hey, don't destroy Earth. Okay. <laughs> And Damn. they count that as a victory. There was a squirrel girl and play. Squirrel girl goes to college. A squirrel girl play. Loosely adapting the unbeatable squirrel girl. Wait, the oh tagline on it is a, a squirrel girl play? No, yeah, yeah. Squirrel girl goes to college, colon, a squirrel girl play. That's like, do the right thing of Spike Lee joint. <laughs> the squirrel girl play. <laughs> So guys, we are officially now a scroll girl podcast. Let's move. Getting on to Moon Knight. uh, (laughs) Moving on, Moon Knight. uh, Fun fact: Squirrel Girl beat Moon Knight. Oh God! God, David's David's uh, David's boy Oscar Isaac um, is reportedly supposed to play Moon Knight in a Disney Plus uh, limited series. Um, so that's good. Um, yeah, we, I had, didn't know a ton about Moon Knight, but I did like a little pre-pod research and stuff about him. But David, what is your, um, what is your initial reaction from that? Well, I mean, I, I love Oscar Isaac. Yeah. I think he'd make a really good superhero. So I, I, I really like the idea. I'm just wondering how they're going to do it. Um, because I, I obviously I don't or honestly I don't know too much about Moon Knight, <laughs> but I know he has like a personality disorder yeah. where he has yeah where he he basically has like multiple personalities and yeah. like Moon Knight happens to be like one of them yeah uh, yeah and he got his he got his powers in like Africa or something like that. oh Egypt well, in Egypt well I mean Egypt <laughs> yeah but yeah yeah they but, uh, I, I think yeah. they said so, he I mean, said multiple be, like really organs I'm, I'm excited for it. I think they said he's had like multiple origins written for him. Um, I saw like the, the main the main origin is um, he um, is the one with the rabbi the Egyptian god of the moon. Oh gave god, him his powers! Oh god, that is not that, 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 that that's pretty lit. There's one <laughs> there's one origin I saw that like he uh, apparently in the comics he's Jewish. Are you? Yeah, I think he was Jewish in the comics, I'm pretty yeah. sure. But They have one origin with him where when he was a child, um, there his family had like a friend. His family's Jewish, and they had like a family friend who was a rabbi. 
and they found out that that rabbi was actually a former Nazi and he was a serial killer and is like currently a serial killer and like a former Nazi. And Moon Knight, like when he was a kid, like had a big part of like exposing him and bringing him down and stuff like that. But it kind of but like apparently the rabbi like captured him for a while or something like that. And after Moon Knight escaped, like it kind of messed him up with his Myrtle and gave him the multiple personality disorder. And apparently like it's pretty big in the comics with him, like about this disorder. And he kind of they kind of make light of it by him making jokes and stuff about it. But he actually has like a mental disability and. I wonder if they would play on that in the show at all. Since this is already like a dark, I mean, Moon Knight is like a dark character. Do you think that they would play on like this mental disorder at all? But sort of like even like in a darker tone, sort of like what they did with Joker. That's very risky to do, especially in today's climate. Although I was reading and it said part of the reason he had those multiple personalities is because they had an entire team of writers and each one would write their own little section for the story. Yeah. And so that's why it's like, it can seem chopped up with his personalities because it was different people writing it. So it'd be interesting to see if they did that in the um, show, which I mean, if done right can be um, pretty freaking funny. Yeah. I mean, even, even if they didn't, because, I mean, he's a funny character, but even if there were, like, dramatic moments and stuff, I wonder if they would um, kind of, I mean, I wonder if that would be kind of part of the storyline with him having, like, a mental disability. What What do the rest of you guys think? Um, I mean, I definitely think it'd be interesting. It, it just sucks that the uh, that Netflix already used all the other New York superheroes, yeah. because Moon Knight's another one of them. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, man, I, w- I wish you could just get all of them on all at once you know even spider-man for a little bit you yeah. know have like daredevil moon moon knight the punisher jessica jones luke cage um because i mean like i said he's another one of those new york superheroes yeah. so new york. i mean either way I'm, I'm excited for it we'll, we'll see what happens with uh oscar isaac <laughs> it needs help too Bodie, i just saw what? your death star pr Damn, are they post. all in new york <laughs> <laughs> Death Star PR posted. Shout out to that Twitter page, man. That Twitter page yeah, gives Death us plenty, gives us plenty of laughs. <laughs> but um, <laughs> do, do, what about you, Bodie? What do you think about uh, Oscar Isaac being Moon Knight? Yeah, first of all, you know where I stand on Oscar Isaac. I'm yeah. anything he's in, I'll watch. Um, I I am kind of interested to see, you know, in especially in Star Wars. You know, he's kind of a uh, arrogance is not the right word, but you know, just cocky. Uh, straight, yeah, cocky. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything, you know, and uh, you know, I can see that being cool. And plus, again, also, you know, you guys know where I stand on like the Joker. If this is anything like that in terms of, you know, the the darkness and the seriousness, yeah. and you know, the the like, you know, the mental health stuff, like we talked about. Yeah, uh, I think that's going to be really cool. I I was reading kind of. I didn't know much about Moon Knight either, obviously. So I was kind of looking up at it. I see. He uh, apparently is somewhat wealthy, but that's because, you know, apparently he spent time with like a boxer, a CIA operative, a Marine. And then yeah, he's been around. Apparently he's rich now from stealing money from criminals. So yeah. I hope they put some of that in there, you know, going and robbing some rich criminal or whatever and taking their money. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, that can be a cool movie. I think, I mean, I, I don't know anything about it other than what we've learned, what right. I learned getting ready for this pod. So <laughs> I, I think they would be hesitant on taking the show to a darker turn just because it's going to be on Disney plus. If it was one of the oh, Netflix yeah. shows like daredevil or something, daredevil and obviously Punisher and stuff. They, those shows got pretty dark. Sometimes I would think they would do a similar thing with moon Knight, but since um, Disney Plus is like where all this content goes. I I think this show will have more of a lighter, like Deadpoolish tone. Spoiler to that, to the mm-hmm. next topic of in the like first scene of Mandalorian, we got to see him stab two people. That, so, that is that true, and like cut one in half. Disney. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, then cut one in half. All I'm gonna say is I probably should have said this at the beginning, but for anyone who's listening but doesn't know much about Moonlight. Moon Knight, think of um, the movie Split combined with Batman, and you got Moon Knight. That's what that's what I'm saying. But like, I would like to see that. I mean, I would like. There's always that. Y'all, y'all remember? Have y'all seen that panel, uh, comic strip panel of uh, Moon Knight yes, looking for Dracula? I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the, he he has some pretty comedic moments and stuff. It kind of reminds me of Deadpool, but I would like to see them take a little bit more yeah. serious, darker tone and stuff with this too. But like I said, with it being on Disney serious Plus, we'll see. I, I always thought when I watched Deadpool, a serious version of Deadpool. I mean, I get that's the point of him, so I don't want him to be serious. Yeah, but like a serious version of Deadpool would be a really cool idea. I think. The, the, well, this, It'd be this, super scary though. Yeah, this, oh, yeah. I mean, this could kind of be like that though. But like we said, it'll be on Disney Plus, so we don't know exactly. How uh, yeah. How um, dark they'll take it. Fun fact: Dion Oscar Isaac's already been in a superhero movie. Y'all remember which one it was? I think this was a trivia question on one of our episodes before. Uh oh yeah, he was um. I just I, I just realized this wasn't he wasn't he Apocalypse? Yeah 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 X Men yeah he was Apocalypse. I did not know that. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, you I can't tell, that. but like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, that like, movie. He's supposed to be in Dune too. Yeah, he's in Dune. Yeah, pretty cool. He's a. I mean, he's a good. Sign. I mean, he's been in Star Wars. Then he'll be in Dune. Like King. Now. Yeah, and I don't know if y'all seen this movie Ex Machina, but that movie's really good. And he. Oh, that's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. and he's in that too. Uh, one of the main characters. Older movies. He has one of. Uh, it's called A Most Violent Year. You should check that one out. Most violent year, a uh, most violent year. Oh, okay. Twenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's just twenty twenty. <laughs> the whole movie. It's true. Yeah, the whole movie's just twenty twenty. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, he he's a sci-fi king right now, and that's always good to see. So, uh, Moon Knight will be coming out sometime, probably in the next couple of years, probably twenty twenty one years, twenty twenty two. Yeah, something like that. Um. Switching Oscar over. Isaac's been all about the Benjamins. How about that? I don't know. I haven't seen that. <laughs> stop, stop derailing I, us, Bodhi. I know, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we mute him. Um, <laughs> uh, switching over to DC, me and um, Hunter were talking about some of this off air, but Jared Leto is reportedly doing some reshoots with uh, Zack Snyder, and he's supposed to show up in the Snyder Cut. Uh, Jared Leto's Joker. So, um, but I guess we know how Bodie feels. He goes, mm, but uh, <laughs> about the rest of y'all, how do y'all feel about uh, Jared Leto's Joker coming back? 
Well, y'all know I'm a fan. I I didn't. I definitely didn't hate him in uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. I thought if they would have gave him a little bit more uh, more time to kind of shine, yeah. he actually would have been like a good. I think. I think he definitely isn't the Joker that we're used to. Yeah. But for the world that that Suicide Squad was in, where it's like flashy gangster, yeah, I he's perfect. like a punk gangster. I, I yeah, I, I, I like that. It was a really good Joker for Joker. the kind of world that they were trying to set up Gotham to be like. Yeah. You know, because they kind of kept the same theme going with Birds of Prey yeah, and like uh, Black Rock. Mask. Yeah, like yeah, punk it alternative really well. Rock. So, yeah. I mean, I like it. I, and then, uh, what's his name? The guy that was going to play Deathstroke. Uh, I know this was uh, in, the, in, in the pod. Uh, in the notes, Joe Manganiello. But, but yeah. uh, he, he mentioned something about uh, the Snyder Cut, too. So I feel like we might see a little Deathstroke in there, too. At the end of, correct me if I'm wrong, at the end of Justice League, isn't there an end credit scene with Joe Manganiello as Deathstroke like, and yes. talking to Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor? Okay. I thought I was like I feel like I've seen that somewhere, but I don't remember which movie it was. So yeah, Joe, I mean Joe Man, if Deathstroke and which Joe Manganiello is like perfect for, if he shows up in Justice League, then like the Snyder Cut, I'm I'm gonna be for it. Like you said, I've 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 liked ish the Jared Leto Joker. I didn't I don't think they gave him a shot, so it'll be good to see him with a little more screen time. What about you, Hunter? My whole thing, I don't have a problem with. Uh, that Jared Leto Joker in Suicide Squad. Mm. My whole problem is he doesn't really fit into the Justice League movie. Yeah. Like, un- unless you're going to completely redo certain parts of it, like, I don't feel like there's a need to just throw him in there for the sole reason of having him there. Like, I don't think he will add anything to the story. Yeah, you're probably right. He's not a team player, so he's not going to work to get um, Doomsday there or anything like that. He's just going to be a little side distraction or something. And I don't think you really need that in a movie that's already going to be under the microscope because the original one was so poorly received. I mean, this thing's about to be four hours. So yeah. they want to throw him in there for 10 like, minutes. I, I was like, it is going to be like four hours. I imagine he'll just be in like a scene or two. Like, may, I know there's a scene that, um, remember where they're all like in Gotham, they're like on the rooftop talking to J.K. Simmons, Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, I, they'll probably like go to Arkham for like a scene or some, something like that and he'll show up there. Something like, I don't think he'll have a big role. I think. See, no. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. If it's a cameo or something, all right, cool. But if they try and have like a little storyline with him in the movie, no. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think I'm they're gonna about do that. I don't think they're gonna do that. Um, it's it's hard to do that with reshoots already, as already as like as much as they're gonna be doing. But it'll be interesting to see. I'm I'm watching Empire Strikes Back on TV while we're doing this right now, and Lucas fighting Vader, so it's like epic. But um. Oh, Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Lando's on screen, so Billy D. Williams. But um uh, yeah, yeah. Uncle Billy. Yeah. Um no, but I it, it'll be interesting with Jerry Lowe. We were talking about um Hunter, you said you went to the movies and uh saw the Morbius trailer again, right? Yeah. 
for the first time. I, I, I keep forgetting about that movie. Yeah, and we were I talking keep forgetting about, about everything. Y'all talked about WandaVision earlier. I was like, oh god, WandaVision. I forgot about that. <laughs> it's because all this stuff was supposed <laughs> to come out, and then it was like COVID, and then like out indefinitely. So, um, but yeah, <laughs> Jared Leto is supposed to be Morbius. So, I mean, that Morbius movie is going to come out, and that is supposed to be connected with Spider Man because Michael Keaton shows up in the trailer. Um, and remember, he played Vulture. So maybe we'll get Jared Leto in the DC and in MCU next year. I mean, with or without. <laughs> <laughs> this man just hating. Okay, I'm gonna. Okay, I was gonna say I'm gonna be fair. I'll, I'll give the new movie a chance, and mm-hmm. I, I'll try to go with an open mind. I just never, you know, I, it's like David said. I guess it's just because it's not the Joker I'm used to. Yeah, and I should be more open minded that, but I just can't get into the sexy emo Joker thing. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> why are you calling him sexy, man? Okay, because yeah, he is. What you like, mean, Jared Leto? What are you uh, talking about? Come yeah, on. <laughs> dude had a, dude had a gold mm-hmm. grill in his teeth too. Was it gold? Yeah. I thought he was on the silver teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was, he, yeah, he had the silver teeth. <laughs> but, yeah. Batman punched I'll, all his I'll teeth. I'll give it a chance. I, no, I, especially because you guys keep saying y'all think he need, all he needed was more time and character development and stuff and yada yada. And if they give him that chance, maybe it could be good. I, for Suicide um, Squad, yeah. Yeah. It, it would have been. Um, yeah. David Ayer, the writer and director of Suicide Squad, has come out and said, like, it's his mistake. Like, he should have made Joker the villain of the movie, and he didn't do that. But, I mean, they micromanaged him so badly on that and gave him no time to write the script. So, I don't really put that blame on him. It would have been better than the, than the villain they chose. Yeah. That, that, back to my point earlier about Thor, it sucks so bad for some of these superhero movies and things like that, or stuff tied to superhero stories where it's like, you're so handcuffed by yeah. what you can and can't do. And, you know, you have creators that have, or, you know, producers and stuff like that that have, the, you know, their idea in mind and all that yeah. stuff. And it's, you know, it's kind of, give them some, give these guys some liberty, hire a guy to make a movie and then let him make the movie. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, that DC, and it looks oh, like DC is having uh, less of that problem going on now. It looks like the directors and, create filmmakers are having more creative control we saw that with uh shazam and and aquaman and uh what just get uh birds of prey it seems like they've had more creative control and stuff so we'll see we'll see how it all turns out um moving to some star wars (laughs) the mandalorian season two episode one dropped uh uh this past friday and uh, episode two will be coming out again, or will be coming out this week. What did you guys think of the Mandalorian season two, episode one? Let's kind of recap that. Well, I just saw it like an hour ago. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very fresh on my mind. So <laughs> let me just talk about it real quick. I thought it was dope as hell yeah they shot the whole thing like a clint eastwood movie yes, and i thought really it was did. so good it was it was definitely Dude. like i know star wars as a whole is already supposed to be like especially the, the original trilogy is already supposed to feel like a space western yeah but man this movie Dude. It, it, it was like cow it was so cowboy you know I was it was yeah, like say, i think it was yeah. like a huge epic troll job 
that everybody on the internet talks for months and months and months. Is this a Western? It's a Western. Is this a Western? No, it's a samurai movie. It's a what? And then the first episode is literally a Western. You got yeah, people this was Southern accents. Like, yeah, this is yeah, this was the, mad know, Western. You have the hero showing up. He's the, got beef with the share. I was like, yeah, the gun. Yeah, and then they got to team up to fight. Yeah. Some kind of, like. Yeah, some kind of so something that's oh, against that's the, the whole town. Yeah, the freaking yeah, you got the Tuscan Raiders there too. Like the like they're the Comanche or something, Apache or yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, they made it a literal Western for the first episode. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. I I think that's intentional. Yeah, and and John Favreau, we trust him. Like in your face, yo, you don't yeah. miss. He is. He did write and direct that episode too, so that was like, that you was want all. A Western, him. You're getting a Western. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh that man doesn't miss i i while i was watching the episode <laughs> as soon as obviously i knew that wasn't well we'll get to boba fett later but obviously i knew when the marshal came in the bar i knew that wasn't boba fett yeah, but when he took off the helmet and i saw it was timothy uh Oliphant, i couldn't help <laughs> but think about the office bodie <laughs> you know, he had those couple episodes in the office <laughs> And they put up that sting for him. Oh my god! I was I that got that got some laughs from me. But yeah, yeah. He, he was great. You know, you know what's episode. funny about that is that I, I that oh, I, I really good. I watch Bob everything Bob with Bob subtitles. Yeah. So as soon as he talked, it said it said like his name. Bob yeah. That yeah. Thing too. I was like, Bob, uh. yeah. And I was like, well, that's not Boba Fett. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, well, I knew it was Boba Fett. Although, are we? I know we'll probably get to this, but. We're not a hundred percent sure that's Boba Fett at the end of the episode, right? Like we, I'm sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know I'm we know it, is. it would have to be a clone otherwise. But I'm a hundred percent sure it's Boba Fett. I mean, I'm a hundred percent sure too. Yeah. I mean, I just, for sake of this conversation, should we treat it as a hundred percent? It's Boba Fett at the end there. Yes. Yes. Sir. Yeah. Okay. yeah I, I, it doesn't because, like, right after he gives, um, right after he gives, Cobb Vanth gives, um the Mandalorian like the Boba Fett armor like uh, the Mandalorian like flies away and then they cut to like Boba Fett like <laughs> looking Boba at it's Fett, like yeah, yeah it, it makes it, it can't be anybody but him to be honest so yeah right yeah Just, uh, yeah I saw some people on the internet saying it could be Django Fett but didn't he get his head no, cut off yeah Django Fett's big yeah, so it's he's been dead Django. Yeah, he's, so, he's been dead. to be fair Django Fett and Boba Fett should look the same well they're but, exactly but, the same but yeah Django yeah, but Django, even if he would have survived somehow, he will, he still would have aged. No, he. I mean, the, it's been what like forty there's years. There's no since way the that's he's dead. He, yeah, he was decapitated by Mace, no, by Samuel I, Jackson. Because yeah, I know the whole the whole thing with Boba Fett was that getting out of the Sarlacc. was that he was a clone, but he he, he was he, unaltered. He didn't get. Yeah, he didn't yeah. get aged fast, right? Yeah, or no, whatever. he was unaltered. I've read something that I think, based on the timeline, it said Boba Fett would be like forty-one. I think at this point, because uh, and I made I want to mention this. I made the mistake uh, on previous episodes saying that this uh, the Mandalorian takes place like a year after episode six, but it's five years after episodes episode six. So I just want to throw that out there. Uh, that was my mistake. But yeah, they said Boba I, Fett would be like forty-one so- right now. My my I, first thought seeing oh, sorry, go ahead, Hunter. I'm sorry. I was just gonna add on to yours. The only other theory I saw was that it was Rex, and I was like, mm, No. I don't I don't think it's Rex because we too see deep, him on a different We see him on a different planet in Rebels, right? Yeah, he's all Rex is also and they've confirmed yeah. that one of those people in Rex is 
is in episode six as well. So like he was there when the Death Star was being blown up, like on Endor. Yeah. So that that's so, not Rex. My my initial thoughts about the episode when I first saw it. First of all, I don't mean this necessarily in a horrible way, but I feel like I actually kind of mean this in a good way because it means the season's going to build up. But mm-hmm. they kind of started with somewhat of a throwaway episode because I don't think much of this is going to have to do with the story other than him acquiring the armor. But I think the rest. I of mean, that story, I don't know because he like it did feel like that. It did but I think Westerns just feel like that to begin with, you that's, know, because they they, they they shot it kind of like the Lone Ranger, you know, where it's like, yeah. oh, the adventure of the week. Right. But I mean, he did go there looking for a Mandalorian, and I think eventually he's gonna find Boba Fett. I, yeah, I know, I I know Boba Fett. Oh, and I know Boba Fett obviously isn't a real Mandalorian or whatever. But I think a lot of you know some of the things that happen in the episode will definitely. <laughs> domino into the rest yeah. of the season so what yeah. you just said actually is the most interesting point to me though i think that sets up like i know we knew boba fett were, was probably going to be in this and i know we saw that you know people had the screen grab of the trailer of mando with the armor so we knew he was going to have the armor mm-hmm. but now seeing it it's like that sets up a really interesting dynamic because mando is not really a real mandalorian either that's and then, true um, like, and yeah. then you have boba fett who's obviously not a real mandalorian it's like so what's going to happen when he wants his armor like, I, i'd imagine they're going to have to have a showdown of some sort yeah because he's going to uh, back and Mando's not gonna want to give it i'm going to plug it later can, can I, um all i was going to say is going back to that dynamic true that they're neither of them are of mandalorian race but um the act but mando as we know it um he follows the creed and everything and basically has been accepted into the Mandalorian culture. Boba Fett, on the other hand, just took his daddy's armor. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. So he's going to yeah, want that true. back. And I don't and, think Ben Darren's going to want to give it to him. And they said even I, I forget what ep- I think it's the last episode of. Oh, is it the last? I, I think it is the uh, last episode of season one. I mean, they explain like Cara Dune says. Like he, um, the Mandalorian says, like, I'm not, uh, I'm not from, you know, uh, I'm not from Mandalore. I'm like technically well, not like a real not Mandalorian. A race, yeah. yeah. And that's what Cara Dune said. She said, it's not a race. It's a creed. So, I mean, you can't really be like, uh, if you're a Mandalorian, you're of the creed, not necessarily from the bloodline anyway, unless you're like Sabine Wren or we've seen, uh, the Vizsla bloodline. Was, and stuff. But can't, I, thought, I thought Boba Fett was neither. I thought Boba Fett really wasn't of the creed. Either. No, he he was, was, no, Jango that Fett stole the Mandalorian armor and, and yeah. used it to bounty hunt and yeah. Boba Fett's his son. So yeah. Yeah. They, they, neither of them are. Jango of, Fett yeah. was just a bounty hunter that found a Mandalorian, a person from Mandalore with Mandalorian armor. Yeah. So. And took it. Yeah. From what I understand though, uh, Jango Fett does come from a planet that used to be part of like the empire of Mandalore. So the planet he comes from did have some like colonial ties to Mandalore, but okay. I mean, he wasn't Mandalorian himself. Yeah. Right. Um, going back to what Bodhi said on how it kind of felt not like in a bad way, but like a throwaway episode. I don't, I think Boba Fett is going to have, we, and we've been talking about it. I think Boba Fett is going to play a major part in this season too. So I think they kind of set that up with this. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I wouldn't call it a throwaway. I, I just kind of use that term loosely. I, it was, it had its points. I mean, obviously, you had to sh- he had to get that armor and yeah. you know, yada yada. That couldn't be a five minute scene or whatever. But yeah. 
Um, I, like mostly, like I don't think we're gonna see too much Cobb Vance in this season, for example. No, I think Cobb Vance. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think all that that whole storyline from the first episode is done, except yeah. for the armor. Yeah. I think I think it kind of reminded me of um, last season, the one where it was like the heist mission. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and and they all like turned on him. Yeah. Like yeah. it kind of felt like that for yeah. me, minus the armor, obviously. But I mean, I loved every minute of it. Yeah. The, he's the he's first back in the season, right? Bill Burr, isn't he back in this season? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, know. they set it up in but, that that episode of in season one, like those guys will be back probably. They kind of set it up like that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the thing too was, uh, they kind of point out that he has had a lot of character development since we saw him the last time on Tatooine. You know, even yeah. that lady says it. You know, because he. He lets the droids. Yeah, yeah, he lets, he lets the, the yeah. droids fix his ship, you know, and he's a little bit more protective over the yeah. over the uh, over he's, baby baby Yoda. And he's you know? more willing to um, r- recruit others to help him. Yeah, he's gone exactly. full dad mode now. Like the lone gunman anymore. He, we, he's gone. He's going full dad mode. This way, soon we're gonna see him like those. What is the the progressive commercials where they're trying to prevent you from becoming your parents? Like, man, we're gonna see Mando yeah. like trying to help somebody fix his ship, and then they're gonna be like, "No, you didn't. You're not helping him. You hired him." Um, but uh, I mean, yeah. the fact that he didn't smoke coffee in the in the saloon there was character development for mando <laughs> oh yeah before he went to his wig right there i mean I've like seen, that's the whole episode could have been over he he smoked all those jawas when they were messing with his stuff <laughs> like in the first yeah, season right. like he was vaporizing right. jawas so yeah he, he's definitely come a long way my favorite scene in the first episode is when he sniped that jawa and just turns into freaking <laughs> dust <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's oh, come. He's come a long way. But I remember. <laughs> I remember telling y'all about Cobb Vanth because I had read in that aftermath novel that somebody yeah, had. Yeah. But I. I don't know if it's a continuity error. Or I just don't remember right. But I swear they said in the novel Cobb Vanth found that armor like outside an empty Sarlacc pit. I swear that's how he like he didn't get it from Jawas. Like he found it. But I I don't remember. Maybe I'm like misremembering okay. it. As an abandoned Sarlacc pit. Okay, that that scene right there that you were just quoting, Bodie. This might be super nerdy, but that scene gave me goosebumps because I was like, <laughs> I never thought about that something could eat a Sarlacc. I didn't <laughs> yeah. even know you could eat one. Why is that a? <laughs> okay, so I the- could not get over the. Alaskan bullworm comparison. <laughs> oh my god! Alaskan bullworm. I thought that the moment I saw the moment I saw that thing, I was like Alaskan bullworm. <laughs> Freaking SpongeBob. But uh, so uh, so like going back to like episode six. So is that like just a crate dragon in a sarlacc pit? Yeah, it yeah, kills the uh, sarlacc and it took took it as its home. That's 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 pretty. Which tight. makes me think. I thought Sarlaccs were massive. That that thing, the dragon, was massive. No, yeah. but I mean, I well, obviously, yeah. But I mean, I thought like a Sarlacc was huge, like bigger than I that don't, dragon was. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm forgetting something. I don't remember ever seeing an actual Sarlacc. I just remember seeing it, big mouth eating Boba Fett. Yeah, that. So, uh, so that's what I'm. Is that like the thing that's eating Boba Fett? Is that? The crate dragon, like that we see, not the crate dragon, but a crate dragon, like we saw. 
No, it's it's a. I think it's a star like that. Eats. That's a good point. I guess it could be. Boba Fett blew himself out. Or not Boba Fett. Uh, Din Djarin blew himself out of the inside of one. So yeah, I don't know, but uh, it's it was funny because the noise that that crate dragon made when they were like it was spitting acid at them is the noise Obi Wan made in Episode Four to scare the <laughs> yeah the, yeah to scare the uh, <laughs> to scare the Tuscan Raiders away from Luke like that that cracked me up like he made the same exact sound like I love how they do all. The, they keep okay. the continuity like so, that. It was going to bother me, so I googled it. A average sarlacc is um, ten feet wide mm-hmm. and three hundred twenty-eight feet long. Jeez, on what? Uh, How are we getting uh, averages for sarlacc? Whatever. <laughs> <keep going. laughs> Don't ask questions. I know it doesn't matter. It just keep going. I'm sorry. It's funny because I'm pretty sure we see like I I mean I've I've seen like still shots of some people posting like crate dragon bones on Tatooine before and I was like huh so that's what that is oh but, yeah yeah but um yeah they they there's some very <laughs> nerdy that people means they go back and like watch those they go back and watch that stuff and like we should that's make a, it look like that skeleton so that, they can draw that's that what parallel. the sto- that's literally what the story group is for Pablo Hidalgo Matt. Uh, Miller, all those guys, part of the Star Wars story group, are literally there. Their job is to keep the continuity throughout all medium. That's got to get exhausting. That's got to be the best yo, job that, ever, though. Yeah, that means my third uh, uncle. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no way David's going to let that slide without his <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, that was. A, I mean, that was a great episode. Um, I, I do think the next episode, two will probably have some more to do with... Um, like him trying to find um baby yoda's or the child's home planet but uh like it'll be like more will, tied to the i will say story that the line. episode was so good not that i expected to see this in the first episode but it was so good i kind of forgot about ahsoka it's true she's supposed well, to show well, up didn't they say that you, there was like there was like a small chance you would see her or something in episode one yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember I small tweet, and it was like, if you blink your eye, like you won't oh, miss it. Yeah, no, I do remember that. I do remember that. I don't think so. That I'm, I'm wondering if she was like in that bar whenever, yeah. uh, whenever they they like announced that the second Death Star blew up. I wonder yeah. if she was like in there, like in a corner or something. I feel like it's a missed opportunity to not have Ahsoka interact with the Mandalorian if she is in this because, like she can tell him about the force and like baby Yoda and like that. Yeah. She knows, she knows of a creature and that was the same race. Track. Yeah. It was at least the same yeah. race. I feel like it's a missed opportunity if they don't interact at all, even if it's just like a scene or so, but yeah, whatever. I'm sure they will. They know what we want. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. Just going to throw this out there. One of my favorite scenes from that was in the first five minutes and it's when, um, he activates the uh, whistling birds mm-hmm. or whatever it's called, and then Baby Yoda just closes his <laughs> little butt. dome. He's like, well, <laughs> yeah, "I know what's happening yeah. now." He's like, "Let me get out of here real quick." Yeah, uh, that, that's another thing. They didn't, he didn't really baby uh, the child. Didn't the really, child. He didn't really do much in this episode at all. He was such mm-hmm. a he was like not a part. Of, I mean, he literally couldn't have been in this episode. You wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. Yeah. No, what do you mean? He's chilling, looking cute. No, I mean, I get that. <laughs> I, I, appreciate, I appreciate everything he does, and I'm so glad they didn't leave him out completely. I'm just saying, storyline-wise, he had nothing to do with this one at all. Yeah. 
But um, I I think he'll definitely get some more uh, some more shine in the coming episodes. But yeah, do we know if this episode if this season is eight episodes as well? Uh, I'm not. I kind of hope it's more. I'm not sure. I hope it's at least ten. At least this. Yeah. At least this episode was long. There were some episodes of season one that were thirty-five minutes long. Short. Yeah. At least this yeah. one was like fifty-five minutes long. So that was good. I doubt there's more than eight episodes if they did eight last year. Yeah. But I do. I do think they'll all be you know more in the forty to fifty minute range. Yeah. Um. All right. So we're we're all looking forward next time. Um, we pod, it'll be, we'll recap episodes two and three, I think. So, how nice is it to have yeah. current Star Wars or any content? Yes, man. I mean, it, it, it's got to hold us up. We're not going to have a Star Wars movie for a bit, man. So, like, we, it's, it's, it's going to, it, yeah, it's, yeah. this, this has got to hold us over this. The Cassian show, Obi Wan show, but that stuff comes out, it's got to hold us over. Um, Bro, these Mandalorian episodes have been some of the best Star Wars oh, yeah, ever yeah, yeah. come out. Yeah. Mandalorian tie us over because think about people that went from the seventies until the prequels that came out, where you know there was no Star Wars except for like fans for like and twenty stuff years, like pretty like, all, twenty years almost. You know, yeah. So um, at least we have Mandalorian. It's about as good as it gets. Yeah. Hey, Traffy, cut it out. Um, the last thing we wanted to talk about, I saw a poll going around. I've seen these polls before, but this one had a lot of likes and there was a lot of debates and uh, the mentions. Um, which prequel? I, I assume I put the original trilogy in this, but I, I think we all assume the original. We all agree the original trilogy is the best of the three Star Wars trilogies. But uh um, oh for sure. Yeah, but which Yeah, I was like, this is not gonna be a much of a conversation. Yeah, but <laughs> the sequels and the prequels, which ones do you guys like more? Which ones do you guys think are better? Because I go back and forth. I, I will say for me, I will say this. I mm-hmm. think the like the how do I explain this? I, I really enjoyed the politics and everything and mm-hmm. the storyline of the prequels. Yeah. I think it could have been much better written and much better acted yeah but if you take the prequels just for the story and what led up to them yeah uh i kind of like the prequels more than i like the sequels but yeah. obviously the sequels had better writing and better acting yeah but when it comes That's to like the, the story as a whole of mm-hmm. like how it started and how it ended compared if you compare the two i like the prequels better gotcha so I'm I'm somewhat with you on the prequel, especially the prequels. I mean, we talk about this every pod, but mm-hmm. episode three is if it's not my favorite Star Wars movie, it's you know it's close. It's in the mix. Yeah. Um, I'm still gonna pick the sequels just because I love the last trailer. So yeah, much. I love the last. I, I can't last understand how much I love that movie. <laughs> I know, and I can't I can't understand. That. I I get shocked every time I get on Twitter and I see people hating on that movie. I'm like, who yeah. didn't like the Last Jedi? Yeah. Whatever. Uh, the Force Awakens was good. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. You know, it's not one of my favorites, but it's you know, it's a good movie. And yeah. then obviously, uh, the Rise. We of don't Sky talk Star. about it. No, yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's actually only two. The movie that shall be not be named. Yeah. yeah. So of the two sequel Rise movies versus three prequel movies, I don't like. I don't. I didn't like episode one or two too much. Mm. Um, I know. I hate being that guy, but I just. I don't. I can't get into I mean, that's it that fine. much. I I I like uh, the story for those, but I don't think they're very good films. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I've seen them. I've seen them all a hundred times just because they're Star Wars. And I'm a geek, and I have yeah. no life. One hates me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no. Anyway, short short answer. Definitely the sequels, just because 
uh, Last Jedi and then Force Awakens is better than one or two in my opinion. So I'm a I'm with David. I'm on team prequels. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like some of my favorite characters are in the prequels. You got Count Dooku, they do have Grievous. Good, yeah, they do have some good um, But the characters are underdeveloped. I'm, yeah, I'm honestly surprised. Bodhi went with the uh, sequels because Bodhi, you have no Yoda in the sequels except for the <laughs> one the ghost scene. I was like, yeah, that but that's true. that's one. You, okay, you have no, you have no alive. But, but, but Yoda. my but my favorite Yoda scene of all time comes in the Last Jedi. Yeah, I was so. like, that's one okay, of the best fair. Yoda scenes ever. Like Yoda flipping around and on, stuff. Go look at my head on Twitter. Yeah, like Yoda flipping around in the prequels is okay, but like Yoda sitting next to a Force goes Yoda sitting next to a fire, like teaching, still taking Luke yeah. to school is like that. I'll take that like every day of the freaking Give week. Give me all that dead ass. Why, Yoda? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Moving on. It also has Obi Wan. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Obi Wan is my favorite character. Obi Wan is the only character that even comes close to competing with Anakin and Yoda for me. Yeah, Obi Wan's my favorite. Well, it also has Anakin in it. I know. Yes, sir. I think episode three is probably my, if not my favorite. It's yeah. I, I don't for me, for me, I don't the, say it's my favorite, but it's. it's hmm. For me, the thing about the is it is I, I can't like if you if you're talking about them as a whole, like how are you going to compare a movie that had like a good last movie to one that didn't? You know, I know. like, that's, yeah, like that's, none of us none of us like how that trilogy ended. No, you yeah. know, so so for me, it's like for me, it's yeah, like, I'll, I'll take I'll the, take a crappy start yeah. with a good end as opposed to a. Good start and crappy. And exactly. Look at, yeah. look at Suicide like Squad. Suicide like Squad had a good. Um, I was just taking it as if you were to make them into one big movie. Well, okay, yeah, I get that the ending sucks and that kind of ruins the whole thing. But I'm thinking like, okay, episode one, two, and three, I'm like a zero, zero, ten, whereas uh, the second or the, the sequels is like a episode six, two ten, was a zero, zero for you. I don't know, one, two, whatever. I, Anything, I, four, four or under, you can go any I of those. I still think the like. idea of the prequels was just so good, though. Yeah, right? it, it, you, it is. Like, it is. You've never gotten the amount of politics and, like, lead up to even the, the rest of the movies in any other, in any of the other movies, even in the original trilogy, no, you know? I all and of I, the, I, yeah, the, and I know people got bored with the politics and stuff, but I love that stuff. No, I don't, that, that, so the real. politics oh, is good, but like, everything. the politics in episode one, to me, it aren't good. But the pol- as it goes on, I think the politics gets better. Yeah. But I, I agree I mean, with just, you. Just the politics yeah. in episode three alone. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no, the politics crazy. in episode three is is amazing. But yeah. I, I agree that the story of the prequels is I, I have a hard time of choosing between these two. And I I maybe lean prequels just because it is George Lucas, but like I said, The Last Jedi is like by far my favorite movie in Star Wars and I love that movie, so it's hard for me not to pick the sequels, but the prequels is 
such a good story, but I think it's very poorly executed. Like, and even not yeah, just in episodes I, one and two, I think episode three is poorly executed too. Even though I love that movie, and I, it's the first movie I Star Wars movie I saw in theaters, so like it always had that. But even that, I think it's there's things that are poorly executed in it. You mentioned all those I great agree. characters in the prequels. Half of those are so underdeveloped. It, like even like Grievous. Grievous yeah, is like Grievous is so underdeveloped. Grievous could have been like the Darth Vader of the prequels. He was yes. underdeveloped. Maul was, was Maul really was cool. underdeveloped until the animated stuff came out. Um Dooku's underdeveloped. Like they just Dooku, Dooku's, I don't know about underdeveloped, but way underused. Dooku should have been used so much. No, he, he's he's underdeveloped too, because like he he was literally like we're talking about Anakin moving to the dark side. Dooku moved to the dark side and was like a sit, and we didn't even see it. Like not that we had to see it, but like uh, yeah. Dooku was Anakin's. And he was what he was. He was Yoda's apprentice. Yeah, Dooku was Yoda's apprentice, and he was Qui Gon's master. Like there was, and like there's almost wasn't he? uh, Wasn't he? um, God, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, I am missing it. Uh, Wasn't he Palpatine's? uh, Well, he's he's apprentice. Yeah, he's the Sith apprentice. Yeah, and like we don't see. Well, so was Maul. Yeah, but like we barely see the dynamic of the Sith master and the apprentice between Maul and Sidious and then we don't really see it between Dooku and Sidious either like there, there's no there that's was, true yeah that like all the characters are underdeveloped yeah, they should have done about 45 minutes less on Tatooine yeah <laughs> like, that, that's what I'm talking like the story is great it's literally the story of the climax of Star Wars but I think it's under also I think it's under underdone yeah at, at least the sequel there's no wasted well I mean the, the third movie is all wasted time yeah. but I mean it's all directed at you know the story and developing characters and you know yeah. like you know they try to develop ray they try to develop uh kylo yeah. you know it's it's all a build-up at least yeah and i i think the films are and the cinematography in the sequels man are just it's so yeah, good that, like that is, even even, yeah. in, even in the last area the rise of skywalker the movie sucked but the cinematography was yeah good. it I still mean, looks good and yeah like the yeah so what were you gonna say hunter sorry i kept interrupting it, you. okay uh I was going to say uh, two things. One, uh, if you're going off of uh, like combining the each trilogy into a movie, I definitely go prequels. But if it's just like you got to watch these three movies, I would probably go sequels. Also, yeah. after us talking about it, I kind of want to count Dooku uh, solo movie. I was actually I, he has an audio book that I started but didn't finish. Movies from the other side. Okay. Yeah. We'll see a Star Wars trilogy from the Sith side of things. Well, that that's now, one. Oh, go ahead, Hunter. I was just gonna say, would it though? Because it mainly just be about Palpatine. Not necessarily. Yeah, okay. But, but at least I could see how all that stuff happened. <laughs> yeah, and that that's a big part of it too. Because like even in the sequels, like we see Kylo Ren's dynamic the villain's dynamic what like we see his That's dynamic true. with snoke and like how they treat each other and their relationship we don't see that see with his origin with luke Skywalker. yeah we we don't see well, that with to, to counter that to Go counter ahead. that in the in the prequels um sidious knew he wanted anakin to be his apprentice not juku and not maul so he was using them as pawns 
to build Anakin up to I, become his apprentice. I don't think he knew that until the end of episode one, though, when they found Anakin. Well, okay, so Maul was going to be his apprentice, and then he found Anakin, so then he used Maul. Or he didn't use Maul, really, for to develop Anakin. But he definitely no, Maul was used dead Dooku. at that point. Yeah, Dooku. Yeah, he definitely he, used Dooku. Yeah, he, but it, even so, we like we never got to see the dynamic of the Sith and the relationship between the Master and the Apprentice. We see it in the original trilogy, and then we kind of see it in the sequels with Snoke and uh, Kylo. But we don't see that in the prequels. I just think the I might lean the prequels just because it is George Lucas, but I think the sequels are better movies overall, even though I think episode nine is the worst out of any of the six. I think the sequels are more entertaining, but I mean, it's easier for them to be more entertaining because they're newer and they have better visual effects and everything. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of, I'm kind of with Hunter where it's like, if somebody was like, you have to watch these three today or these three today, I'd probably pick the the sequels. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I'd probably pick the sequels because they're more entertaining. But if you were to ask me which storyline I like better, you know, based on even if the writing was a little crappy, you know, based on the writing and everything that happened in them, I like the prequels. I, I, I think we that? could all agree that Sorry. the prequels had the better story. I was just going to say, I think, like, so like you said, the new ones have better visual effects, but they also use a lot less of them. It's a lot more oh, CGI yeah. and stuff like that in the first, you know, in the prequels. So, you know, they, they, I mean, I know, and like obviously methods change and stuff like that, yeah. but, but <laughs> also just back to what we were saying, just real mm-hmm. quick, I, this could be a different topic for another pod one day, but I do think seeing a, a, a Star Wars, maybe not a trilogy, but even just one movie or two movies about Palpatine or, you know, stuff from the other side was like, how does he get to where he is? Like, yeah. how does he get to that position of power and manipulate all these people and what made him decide to do that that way? And like, I, I think mean, that'd be, I don't even like Palpatine, but I think that'd be a cool, a really cool movie. It'd be very, it'd pretty much be a Star Wars house of cards. Like, it'd be very, very political. Yeah. Like, and I'm for cool. that. Yeah, no, I'm for that. Especially because at the time, I don't know exactly when he had like he killed Plagueis or when he stopped being Plagueis of Plagueis's apprentice and he became the Sith master. But like if that's involved in that story, too, that would be a great series. I'm sure they have something for that down the line, because I think Bill Skarsgård would play a great young. I think Bill Skarsgård, the guy who plays uh, Pennywise, I think he would be a great young Palpatine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see that. But uh yeah, that you guys got anything else? So who I I think I'm picking the seek. I don't know. I I, I pass. I'm cheating. I pass. What I'm about also, you picking sequels? another knock I have with the prequels is they bring up two of my least favorite. Well, one of my least favorite parts, and then one of the funniest parts for me in Star Wars, and that is they bring up midichlorians into it, which uh, takes away <laughs> from the whole mystique of it. Yeah. <sighs> But then one of my favorite quotes comes from it. I don't like sand. I don't oh, like God. the way it feels. <laughs> sure. like sand. All right, so Hunter's going prequels. David, you got prequels too? Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll, all I'll pick the sequels just to, just no, to tie it. It's no, a, you already passed. That's true. I did pass. That's true. That's true. Uh, my we'll, too. Yeah, we'll, we'll get more into discussions like this on later podcasts. But uh, that's all the time we have for today, folks. Um, Bodie, where can people find you at? 
You can find me on Twitter at Cody S. Williams. Uh, I am looking forward to fighting all of you on that. <laughs> David, where can people find you at? You can find me at uh, Darth Goncha on Twitter. And uh, if you get bored of messing with Cody, you can mess with me. Yeah, gotcha. Um, yeah. All right. But uh, be, safe, be safe, guys. Yep, be safe in this. Y'all going to listen to this during the Civil War. So, uh, Hunter, where can hey, yeah, people find go you? Vote, Mario. If you ain't voted, go vote. Real quick, before Bumper gets there, go vote, you heathens. My God. <laughs> no time. Hey, yeah. Can I vote you off this pod? Oh. oh. Be the best thing that ever happened to me, brother. Oh. <laughs> Uh, you can find you can find me on Instagram at Hunter underscore Holmes one zero, um, and go check out our Twitter page that Bodie made. Right, <laughs> he's gonna hound you about that Twitter page. I, oh. it's, I made it, but I forgot the password, so I'm waiting on Twitter support to get back to me. So uh, if it's there, uh, uh, not get back to you. Uh, <laughs> you, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Great Josh V. Like we said, comment questions, concerns. Send those to us. Uh, visit our um, website on app uh, or fanwarspodcast.com. And uh, yeah, Bodie will have a Twitter page up for us eventually. Um, Return of the Jedi just came on TV, which is my second favorite Star Wars film. So we will see oh, you all. Yeah, we will see you all next week. Thanks for tuning in to episode <laughs> 21 of the Fan Wars podcast. And that's next. it. He said next week, but we do this bi weekly. We do this bi weekly. I'm keeping that in there.